Welcome to your winning journey podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Lee. I went from feeling guilty eating the foods I love and letting the skill control me to now helping you overcome this. No matter where you are or what you're experiencing, you can always win and I'm going to show you how. It is now your turn to transform your health, mind, and life. So let's do this together. First official episode of your winning journey and I can't wait to chat with you more and today we're going to talk about how I started my fitness journey and how I finally stopped dieting and I'm going to give you some tips on that and so the reason why I started this podcast is so I could talk to you more and help you through this journey because I know how lonely it can be especially if you are the only person that's pursuing this compared to you know your significant other your family and friends and I'm going to give you a little background of who I am and we'll go from there and so if you don't know I started my journey back in 2013 and I was the type of person that was never satisfied with how I looked in the mirror even when I step on the scale I was never satisfied with the number literally anything that I've tried I went from diets to diets programs to program and I was never truly happy when I saw myself and I want to show you how I got here today feeling better about myself and not letting food control me and eating the foods without feeling guilty I'm gonna help you do that so in 2013 I started my journey by doing insanity so if you know what insanity is it is a crazy workout. You do a lot of hit circuit, which is high intensity interval training. And this was back when Beachbody was super popular. And at the time, I started staying active because I truly just wanted to lose fat. And I wanted to solely get abs. And I did anything that I could to get there. And so when I was doing insanity at the time, I was working out every single day. Um, I believe it was only six times a week back then, but I did an extra day just because I was like, you know what, we're going to go hard and we're going to go home. And at the same time, I was eating under 1200 calories and that is super low. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I always talk about not eating enough and this is so crucial especially when you're in your fitness journey and you are just cutting out a lot of foods. I didn't have any energy at all and so... I did Insanity for three months, and if you're familiar with the program, it is only a two-month program, but I did it for three entire months because I wanted to see the results that I wanted, and I didn't see what I wanted by the end of month two. And so I'm just laughing so hard right now because I remember at the time, I imagined myself being done with Insanity. I thought I was going to have this amazing tone, body, defined look, but at the end of the program, I looked the complete opposite. I literally lost so much muscle, and I got so skinny, um, and I still wasn't happy with how I looked because I didn't see the definition in the abs in my stomach. Like I still felt like I was fat, and so at this time, I was very crabby because I was hungry all the time and I craved for a lot of things and something that um, that I remember so clearly is I didn't want to eat the foods that my mom was cooking because 
in my brain, it was bad for me. It wasn't like what I was seeing on the TV shows. Like everybody was always eating salad, drinking protein shakes, eating chicken breast and broccoli. And I thought my diet had to be like that. And so I pushed a lot of my cravings away. And I remember shaming myself so much for eating ice cream. And I would force myself to do insanity twice a day if I wasn't perfect with my diet. And so as you can just picture this, I was that person that let fitness control me and I felt like I didn't have any control over this and I was just spinning in wheels. So it wasn't until 2014 to 2015 that I was introduced to weightlifting and this shifted my fitness journey to a whole different perspective and so I actually got introduced to this by my significant other and he taught me how to weight lift and I fell in love with lifting heavy but I was still very subconscious of how I looked and I was still very picky at everything that I was putting in my mouth and so I remember labeling food as good or bad and I remember only treating myself when I did very good you know at the end of the week and I just wanted to eat you know Asian food so bad but they were considered like cheat meals in my brain and so Every single time like we would go out and eat or my mom would cook like her amazing delicious food, I felt like I always had to resist myself and it didn't feel good. And so I remember um, I was so in love with weightlifting, but I was so obsessed with what I was eating and I was working out so much at the time that I just didn't function well and I wasn't truly happy. And so... That was when I was like, you know what, I'm going to go back to just maintaining my weight and slowly start trying to gain more weight so that I can I can build more muscle. And this was when everything shifted for me. And so mind you, before all of this, when I was telling you that I went from diets to diets, I literally went through um, trying the keto diet. So I did low carb or no carbs at all and then I also did meal shake replacement where you know I would have meal um, shakes for like lunch and dinner and I remember trying those like wraps you remember those wraps where you like put around your stomach so that like fat can melt off of there that does not work I just did everything I could to get abs but I just felt so unhappy even though my stomach was flat just looking back at the picture of who I used to be back then. Now, this might freak you out a little bit Where if you're in a place right now where you are not um, happy with, you know, where you're at and also you feel anxious around food and you just start labeling them as good or bad. I just want you to know that you don't necessarily have to gain weight um, to get to the place that I am at right now. But it was more of introducing food back into my life and seeing it as food as fuel rather than something that I was just doing for my progress and so I started trying to gain weight around 2016-2017 and that was when my cravings really didn't take over me anymore and that was because I shift my mindset to 
telling myself that I can't have this and that I can control what I put in my body. And I was no longer feeling icky and gross when I ate pizza or donuts. And I was actually enjoying it all. And so this was such a monumental moment for me because I didn't look at food as good or bad anymore. I didn't feel guilty eating it. And I was no longer stuffing my face because before that, I would do so good on the weekdays. And then on the weekends, I would end up like stuffing my face with everything because I was like, you know, this is my cheat day. It became this whole day of me just stuffing food in my mouth. And I felt so gross afterwards. And I felt like all of my progress was gone. But getting into maintaining and gaining my weight has changed so much for me. Now, I'm going to share three tips with you on how I stopped dieting and how I started rebuilding my relationship with food when I started deciding that I was going to add more food into my diet. I was literally sick and tired of eating 200 calories. And so the first thing is I started looking at food as fuel instead of something that I just do for my progress. And so when you're in this fitness journey, you may feel like, you know, you're just only eating this because it's going to help you lose weight or you're eating this because it's healthy, right? But really, that is not the point of food. Food is supposed to make you feel energized throughout the day depending on the foods that you eat. And I'm going to give you an analogy here. I think of food as like different battery lives, right? So for example, you know, if you're currently labeling food as like, oh, you know, donuts is bad for me, wine is bad for me, but broccoli and chicken breast is good for me, you're going to feel really good when you eat that chicken breast, but you're going to feel so bad about yourself when you eat that donut or drink wine on the weekends. And so how I look at it is food is fuel and when you think of food as different battery types right you're going to have food in your mind as as something neutral and not something that makes you feel good or bad about yourself so I'm gonna give you an example so when I started looking at food from this perspective if I ate a donut or pizza the battery energy that it would give me were were not as much as if I were to actually eat whole foods that are you know filled with nutrients like brown rice um, asparagus or you know like a, a beef stir fry like that will fill me up and sustain my energy level throughout the day so much more than eating a donut and pizza So it was no longer, you know, this is good for me. This is bad for me. It was either like, which one do I want to pick and how do I want to feel today and how do I want to show up? And I went from there. So it was no longer looked as an enemy. It was, you know, it was my friend. It was something neutral. It was something that helped me survive throughout the day. And so if you're struggling with that right now, I really want you to think about just food as fuel and each, each one is going to give you different fuels. Now, the second thing is I learned how to change my thoughts around food. So this goes back to not labeling them as good or bad, right? But also letting yourself know that you are in control and that you can have this and this is normal for you to have cravings, right? Like when I work with clients, they get so scared when they have cravings because it's automatically something 
something has gone wrong but really your body just craved for something for certain things and all you have to do is just feed it and just eat it at the time when you're craving it instead of resisting the temptation that eventually gets bigger and bigger and that leads to you actually binging and and being out of control and so when you tell yourself that you know what I'm choosing that I can have this versus you know I can't have this your brain just automatically shuts off and say hey you know, she's telling me that I can have this and I'm not going to be craving for it. But the moment when you tell yourself that you can't have something, it goes the opposite. It's the same thing like if you were to tell a little kid, don't touch that, right? And then they want to touch it even more because you told them not to do that. It's the same thing with you when you tell yourself you can't have something. You're going to want it more. And so reframing the way you think about food by just catching how you are talking to yourself and so you might be saying like oh I shouldn't have that it's not healthy or oh I shouldn't have that because it's it's gonna make me gain some weight tomorrow like pay attention to how you're speaking to yourself because that story that you're constantly telling yourself is what's holding you back from actually living the healthy balanced lifestyle that you truly want now I also want to go back and add something to that first point too that just came to my mind but when you look at food as fuel you're going to realize that you have so much energy and you get so much from it compared to who you were if you were at a place where you were eating very low calories. And so mind you, if we go back to my journey at the beginning, like I was telling you, I was eating 1200 calories. And so when I started adding more calories back into my body, I realized like, oh my gosh, like I feel so good. Like I didn't know that I didn't have to feel tired all the time. And that was when I started seeing food as fuel. And so you might even just have to add more calories to your meals. Maybe have a smaller breakfast if you're skipping breakfast right now or have bigger portions for lunch and dinner. And you will see that big difference in how you feel just by picking the different types of foods that you eat and also eating bigger portions instead of like eating for your progress, like I mentioned. And so I just want to go back to that point because um, that was what really changed the game for me, just seeing the way I feel eating more than 1,200 calories each day. Now, the third thing is I started adding my favorite foods back into my life. I didn't do this all at once because you want to, you know, get into the groove of slowly adding the foods that you love into your routine instead of trying to make everything be in front of you because you may feel like you're out of control and so I did this by slowly eating my mom's cooking again for lunch and dinner and then I started picking the options that I will pick when I go eat out and so I remember when I was dieting I would pick certain like healthy options at the restaurant but I started going there and picking something that I actually wanted to eat and feel good about it Adding my favorite foods back into my routine showed me that they weren't the enemy and that I can enjoy them without feeling guilty and without them ruining my progress. And when you slowly start introducing those foods back into your routine and your thoughts change about food and you start seeing it as fuel instead of something that is bad for you, that is going to have a major shift for you. And so these were the biggest takeaway for me about my story and how I stopped dieting know that if you are in this place right now it is so possible for you to get out of it but I really want you to address the root cause of what's causing you to constantly be on a 
on a diet. And that always goes back to you doing this for progress without thinking about how you want to feel throughout the whole entire progress. And so I really hope that you enjoyed this first episode. There's going to be more coming, but just a little recap in order for you to stop dieting is first, look at food as fuel. Two, change your thoughts about food. And then three, add your favorite foods back into your routine slowly. But other than that, I will talk to you next time.